This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. So uh, we want to dedicate tonight's learning to our good friend Alan Sector's father-in-law, Abraham ben Yitzchak, who was nifter yesterday. Shalom Shavon Aliyah, V'yomel Tzioshu for his whole family, Adviyaskel Tzadak. Okay, so we're learning Daf Tzadi Dalid today. And the Gemara is discussing the following question. Can an Eid Echad be Neman to allow a woman to marry Lashuk? That was the question. This was the question that... Um, they asked from Rav Sheshas, Eid Echad B'Yavama. What is the halacha about... So, the on the one hand, Eid Echad is believed because it's a Milsa David so Eid Echad should be believed about anything. Or, maybe what's the reason Eid Echad is believed? Because the woman is Daiko Minsaba, but for this woman, she won't be Daiko Minsaba. Why not? Because she can't stand the Avam. She hates the Avam. And therefore, uh, she will, uh, in, as soon as she gets a whiff that maybe she's mutter l'shuk, she will take advantage of that. So, Amr Lahu Reb Sheshas, Reb Sheshas said, right? That was the question that they asked from, um, that was the question they asked from Reb Sheshas. And um, Reb Sheshas is now providing the answer. Reb Sheshas says, we learned it. Amrullah, let's say they said to a woman, Mace Ba'alech, your husband died, and then your son died, and therefore you are not Zakuk Liyavam, you're free to marry to Shuk. And she got married, and then they said to her, uh, no, Chilav Hayu Advarim, first your kid died, and then your husband died. So you were Zakuk Liyavam. So Allah has say, she has to leave her husband, and the first child and the last child. Now, this again, we said, is going according to the Shita of Rabbi Akiva, that Chayvei Lavin produces Mamzeros. Right? This was the case where they said, your husband died, and then the kid, and turns out, the kid died first, and then the husband. So, the, the Mishnah said, she has to get divorced, and both vladois are mamzerim. Says Marhechidami, what's the case? If we're dealing with two Adim and then two Adim, two Adim came and said, Your husband died and then your kid died. And then two Adim said, No, your kid died and then your husband died. Then why, in fact, do we say she has to get divorced? Why do we rely on the Adim that say, First, your kid died and then your husband died. Smaichahani rely on the two Adam that say first the husband died and then the kid died. Why are we relying on um, the Adam that want to terminate her marriage? Vaoid Mamzer. Why does the Mishnah say it produces Mamzerus? Suffolk Mamzeru. It's only a Suffolk. And and if you're going to say, well, mamzer is not precise, what it means to say is suffix mamzer. No, we know from elsewhere in the Mishnah that mamzer is dafka hamidiktani seifa from the fact that the third case in the Mishnah says harishain mamzer vaachor mamzer from the fact 
that the Seifa says the first one, the first Vlad is a Mamzer, the last one is not a Mamzer. That's talking about where two Adam said, your husband died and she goes and she remarries. And they say, actually your husband was alive at the time you remarried, now your husband died. So Allah is the first Vlad is the Mamzer, the last one is not. But there it's definite Mamzerus. Shmamina de Davka Katani. So from here we see that it was taught Davka. El Alav. This is sort of a parallel to what we had on Daf Tzadi Gimel Amad Beis. El Alav, but it must be. Chad, we're talking about one aid. Meaning one aid came and said, your child died, your, your husband died and then your child died, and therefore you are Mutter Lashuk. And the time of the Asubetre, Akashu. And the reason why there's an issue of Mamzerus here is because two Adim are contradicting the one aid. But if you wouldn't have two Adim and saying that first the kid died and then the husband died, then you would rely on the aid. Mehemen, that means you would rely on the aid. Had it not been for the two Adim who contradicts the one aid, you'd be allowed to rely on the one witness to say, you'd be allowed to rely on the one witness to say that your father died, that your husband died. In other words, had it not been for the two Edim, this woman would be free to marry Lashuk based on the testimony of the one Aid that your husband died and then your kid died. So we see in Eid Echad as Naman to matter woman Lashuk. Says the Gemara, La'ilam trey trey. Really, we're dealing with two Adam against two Adam. I, we ask if it's two Adam against two Adam. My chazis to samchasahai smoichahai. Why are we so sure to rely on the latter Adam? So, the answer is, Ukeda Amar Rav Acha bar Minyume be'edei hazama, like Rav Acha bar Minyume said in Mesechta Kedushin, that we're talking about two Adam that are mazim, the first two Adam. We know that in general, if two Adam say, something A happened, and another two Adam said, B happened, then we, we say it's treu trey, and we don't necessarily rely on the second set of witnesses. But there's a special chidosh hakra, there's a special chidosh in the, in the Chumash, that when the first two Adam, when the second two Adam, don't contradict the first two Adam about the facts, but rather say, not only are your facts wrong, but you could not have possibly known that information because Iman, Ima Atem Hayinu, you were with us. So in that case, we of course believe the second Adem fully and it's not considered Trey or Trey. Because the second Adem are not just saying that we disagree with the, with the facts that you say, they're saying that you could not have possibly known that information. So that's the situation over here. Two Adem come and say, your husband died and then your kid died, so you're free to marry Lashuk. And then another two Adem come and say, that how could you possibly have known that you were with us? We happen to know your kid died first and then your husband. So... You're right, had it not been for the second Edim, she would have been allowed to marry Lashuk because she's, she would have been relying on two Edim. But we have no proof that you could rely on one aid to marry Lashuk. Amar le Rav Mordechai le Ravashi. Rav Mordechai said to Ravashi, Va'amri le Rav Acha le Ravashi. Some say Rav Acha said to Ravashi, Tashma, come in here. Ein ho'isha ne'emenes loymer meis yevami. A woman is not believed to say, my Yavam died, she'enose that I could go marry Lashuk. 
So a woman is not believed to say, you know, my Yavam died, so now I can marry Lashuk. It's interesting because a woman is believed to say her husband died so that she can marry Lashuk. But she's not believed to say her uh, Yavam died. We're going to see because maybe she um, she can't stand the Yavam. She never liked her brother-in-law, right? So she's not believed to say my Yavam died, that I should marry Lashuk. V'loi mesa achoisi and she's not believed to say, my sister died, that she would be able to marry her sister's husband, because maybe she had her eyes on her brother-in-law. Ah, so let's make a diok. She's not believed to say her Yavama died. She's not believed to say her sister died. She's not believed. But a one witness would believe to say, your Yavama your Yavam died, and you're free to marry Lashuk. Oh, it's only she who's not believed to say her Yavam died. But an Eid Echad would be believed to say her Yavam died. So this is what Rav Mardachai, or some say Rav Acha, said to Rav Ashi. Says the Gemara, Ula and according to you, who you want to say an Eid Echad is believed, Ema Seifa, tell me the Seifa, a man is not be- believed to say, My brother died, that he could do Yibam to his wife. So a man is not be- be- believed to say, My brother died, that he should be able to do Yibam to his wife. And he's not believed, A man is not be- believed to say, His wife died. So that he should marry her sister. But let's make a diok. He's not believed to say his brother died or his wife died. One witness is believed. So Gemara says hey, that doesn't make any sense because an Echad can only be believed regarding a woman remarrying, but not regarding a man. Of course, if we, we cannot possibly entertain the possibility to say that a man is not believed to say his brother died to do Yibam to his wife, but an Eid Echad is believed to say his brother died, that a guy could do Yibam to his wife, or an Eid Echad would be believed to say someone's wife died, that he could marry the sister. Bishlama gabi isha, bishlama by a woman, mishamiguna kilabaraban, because of iguna, the rabbis were mekal. El gabi ish, but regarding a man, what are you going to say? An Eid Echad could be believed by a man? Bishlama by a woman, we could say, well, we're going to allow the woman to, rema- to get married based on the testimony of one witness, because otherwise she's going to be stuck. She's an aguna. She won't be able to remarry because she's already married to... In other words, an Eid Echad, we could rely on an Eid Echad to allow a woman to remarry uh, based on the testimony that her husband died, because otherwise she can't remarry. But a man who could marry many, many wives, so we would never let an Eid Echad say, well, we're going to uh, rely on this Eid Echad, that the woman died to allow this guy to marry. The sister. The guy is not Naguna. The guy can marry anyone in the world. The guy could have uh, 18 wives if he wants. What's a very amazing topic in Sugya is Bizman Hazeh, that we have a Cherem de Rabbeinu Gershon, and a guy can only marry one wife. Can we rely 
on an Eid Echad to allow a man to remarry when the Eid Echad says the woman died because the man's also an Aguna. Based on Chem Rabbeinu Gershon, we now have new possibilities of an Aguna for a man. Isn't that unbelievable? We're going to see that further. I think this is a good Ion Sugya. By the way, yesterday's Ion show was uh, very Gishmak. You should uh, take a catch at it. Take a look at it. Anyway, so that's uh, one interesting question. It must be, what are you going to say by man? So therefore, it must be, from this, from this b'raisa, it's completely inconclusive to say, well, we don't believe her and him, but we would believe an aid. The same way, regarding him, we cannot be medayik. We don't believe him, but we could believe an aid. Because we know you can't believe in Eid Echad regarding a man. So to buy a woman, we're not going to say that we don't believe her, but we could believe, believe in Eid. The same way the Mishnah is inconclusive, Lagabe, the Diuk from the man, it's inconclusive regarding the Diuk from the woman. So then why does the Mishnah need to say, why does the Bryce need to say, the woman is not believed to say her husband died, or her Yavam died, even in Eid is not believed? Says the Gemara, here's the Chiddush. Ela ki what do I need it? For the Rabbi Akiva Yitzrich. It's a Chiddush in Rabbi Akiva. Sa'kedaytich amina, I would have thought, Hova Omer Rabbi Akiva, since Rabbi Akiva said, Yesh mamzer mechayvei lavin, there's a mamzer from chayvei lavin, that a woman who marries Lashuk, that's really zokok liyibam. That is a violation of a lav, which according to Rabbi Akiva, would produce mamzerim. Ema, I would think, I would think since the woman knows that if she's going to marry Lashuk, she's going to be violating a love, and according to Rabbi Kiva, that produces Mamzerim, then maybe that will ensure that she'll do her due diligence and she will not remarry unless, in fact, the Yavam died. In other words, maybe there's an element of Isha Daiko Minsaba over here in the world of Rabbi Akiva because she's going to be violating a lav which in the world of Rabbi Akiva produces mamzerim. So that's, that should be enough of a security net to ensure that this woman will do her due diligence. Kamash Malan, the Chiddush is that she's only worried about her own kilkul She's not worried about her children's kilkal. Now what does this mean? Let's see Rashi, because Rashi has two ways of learning this Gemara. We're just going to learn Rashi the first way, and if you want to know the second way to read it, which Rashi dismisses, you'll do that on your own. Let's get one Mahalach in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Ella... Look at uh, the Rashi is on the... Ella Rashi says, Don't be medai from here. That one eight is believed. This is itself is needed to teach. That eight echad is not believed. It's needed according to Rabbi Kiva. I would have thought. Since Rabbi Kiva holds mamzeres from Yivam Lashok. Chaisha akel kula, we should be choshesh for kilkul. V'chi amra meis yavami, and when she says, my yavam died, tinase, she should be able to get married. Kamash melon doloi mehem, the why? Mishum de zimnin, de sanyele, ukida amren.
The reason she's not believed, not like what we have in the parentheses, that, you see, remember in our Mishnah, there are many reasons why we allow a woman to get married based on Eid Achad. One of them is, otherwise, because her children would be Mamzerim, but there are many other um, Kenosais that we place on her. She loses the Ksuba, she loses her handiwork, she loses all kinds of things. So, there is a way of learning this Gemara, that these Kilkulim, these Kenosais do not apply when she marries Lashuk. It only applies when she marries when she's a married woman. But Rashi doesn't learn that way. Rashi learns all the Kenosais do apply to a woman who marries unlawfully Lashuk. The reason why that's not enough of an insurance is because of the overwhelming concern that maybe she really doesn't like the brother-in-law. In other words, the the other way to learn this Gemara, potentially, is that the Gemara's uh, um, saying, Kamash Malan, no, there's not enough of a security blanket over here. In the Mishnah, where you have like 16 different Knossos that we put on a woman who unlawfully marries when her husband's alive, that's enough of an insurance net to make sure she'll do her, her due diligence. But if the only insurance net is that her children will be mamzerim, but we don't actually put any knosses on her, maybe that's not, the chiddush is, that's not enough of an insurance net. And Rashi disregards that shot because Rashi holds, in fact, that when a woman unlawfully marries Lashuk in the world of Rabbi Akiva, all the knosses of the Mishnah apply to that as well. So that's why Rashi doesn't like this second approach. Instead, Rashi learns that, yes, there's a, a lot of, motivating factors to make sure she'll do her due diligence, but ultimately because of the suspicion she can't stand her brother-in-law, that is a reason why we cannot rely on the testimony of an Eidecha to, ma- to matter her Lashuk. Okay. We said, we said within Rabbi Kiva, right, there's Machlekes of Saive Lavin Desha'er. Correct. Is so this is a Raya not like that. Because the, 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 the the example was Yuvam Lashuk. Right, so you're saying that this only works out according to the opinion that all Chayvei Lavin produced Namzeris in Rabbi Akiva, not, not the Shita um, of, in Rabbi Akiva that holds only Chayvei Lavin the Sheher. Yes, yes. Good, good point. In Gittin, they, they use this a lot that, uh, for, that she doesn't She'll sometimes want to make the get work, so she won't have to pull Yavam in the cases where the husband says, here's a get on the nas that I don't come back um, in a certain time. And then the, the question arises whether it's a good get or not. And the question is, why does she want it to be a good get? And it's in her exile. And, the, and basically, it's she, they, they go to that all the time, saying that, that she, she, may, she may not like the brother-in-law, so therefore she'd rather not pull you to the brother-in-law. So this is something that's used, used elsewhere. Right. Good. 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 Okay, so the Gemara continues. The Gemara says, Rava Amar, Rava says, look, Eid An Eid is believed by Yavama from a very simple a foratory argument, a very simple Kavachamer. Namely, if an Eid is believed to allow her to marry when she's a married woman to say her husband died, certainly an Eidechah should be believed to allow her to marry Lashuk, which is only violating a lab. Le'isr kares hitarta, if it's going to allow her to marry in a situation of Isr kares, le'isr lav le'koshikain, certainly it should allow her to marry Isr lav. 
Amar So one of the rabbi, right? That, that should be a simple kavachaymer. In other words, a meidachad could allow a married woman to remarry. Certainly, should allow a woman who is only bound by a yavam to remarry. Amar Rava. One of the rabbis said to Rava, "He atzma toichiach." She herself shows that this is a faulty argument because she herself is believed to allow herself to remarry and to say her husband died, but she herself is not believed to say her Yavam died. She could permit herself to marry Isr Kares, but she's not allowed to matter in Isr Lav. Why? Why do you think that is? Why do you think a woman is believed to say her husband died, but she's not believed to say her Yavam died? The answer is she's believed to say her husband died because we have no reason to suspect that she's saying that her husband died because she can't stand her husband. But we do have a reason to suspect that she said her Yavam died because she can't stand her Yavam. So there is this psychological factor that the woman doesn't like her brother-in-law. Vela'i my time aloy the same way she's not believed to say her Yavam died because she hates the brother-in-law and therefore she's not she's not going to do her due diligence. Eid Echad Nami and Eid Echad as well. And Eid Echad is also. You'll say, well, what do you mean? The Eid Echad doesn't hate the brother-in-law. Yeah, but it's when we allow her to get married based on the Eid Echad, it's not, all, not based on the solely on the Eid Echad. It's in conjunction with the fact that Ishadai Gominsaba. So Eidachad Nami Zimnan the Samule, sometimes she hates him like Daikominsaba. She will not be look carefully into the case and she'll remarry. Okay. Zat Medrish Darash Rebilazar ben Masya. This Medrish Rebilazar ben Masya Darshand. Right, do you remember back in the Mishnah? The Mishnah said that if a woman relies on an Eidachah that her husband died, and then she does Kedushin to somebody, and then her husband walks in, she could go back to her husband, because she never lived with the new husband, and the get that the second husband gives is meaningless, and it doesn't even answer her Lekuhuna. Why? Because Rebbe Lezben Masya Darshan, the Isha Grusha Isha. only a woman divorced from a husband she can't marry. Not a woman divorced from someone who is not a husband. Amar Rabbi Huda, Amar Rav, Rabbi Huda said, Rav, Havaleh, Rabbi Lezer, Lemidrash Bey, Marganisa, Rabbi Lezer, should have darshaned a diamond, a jewel, the Darsh Bechaspa, and he darshaned a, a, a shard. Rabbi Lezer could have mined a gold mine from here, a treasure from here, and instead, he mined a piece of pottery. He could have mind a much more novel chiddush. What did he take out of it? That a man, a woman who was never married to a guy, if the guy gives her a get, it's a meaningless get. No, really, big chiddush over there. That a guy who's not married to a woman, who gives her a get, it's a meaningless get. Of course it's a meaningless get. They were never married. He should have mined something much better. My Margini. So what's the, uh, what's the treasure he could have mined? The Tanya we learned in Abraisa. The Isha Grusha Meisha, and a woman divorced from a husband. Afilu Garsha Elo Meisha. 
even if a woman is only divorced from her husband. That means as follows. Man says to a woman, I love you, but I don't. So I'm divorcing you from me, but you're not mutter to anybody else. I'm giving you a divorce regarding me, vis-a-vis me, but not to permit you to anyone else. Now that is completely an ineffective get. Because if it doesn't matter her to anybody, oh, I'm sorry. It's not a good get in the sense that she's still married to the first guy. Meaning it's not an effective get. She's still married to the first guy because if the get does not cut her off from the husband, it's not a good get. However, it does have the schmeck of a get. It smells like a get. And therefore, it's enough of a get to answer her lekuhuna. And we darshan, the tanya of Isha Grusha isha. And a woman divorced from her husband, even if the woman is only divorced from her husband, she's puzzled to kuhuna. This is the aroma of a get, the paisal bekuhuna, that puzzles her lekuhuna. This is a much bigger chedosh. Okay, let's begin the Mishnah. Now, instead of the guy going overseas, the woman is gallivanting, she went overseas. Bov Amrullah Erechad comes and says to her, Meisa your wife died. Vinasa Sachoisa, he said, okay, great, I'll marry her sister. Vyachagach Basishta, then her husband, then the wife came back. Mutaras Lachsolai, she could go back to him. Why? Because the guy never married her sister. And a guy, because uh, the original wife was always alive, so he was merely living with an erva. And since he was merely living with an erva, therefore, the man doesn't become a saita. A man could have uh, more than one wife. So the halacha is, once the husband, co- the woman comes back, she could go back to her original husband. And what else could she do? Mutter uh, bekroivos. Shnia. He is mutter in the relatives of the second wife because he was never married to that woman. He just mazana with her. Ushni The second woman is mutter in his relatives. Rishoina, and if the first wife dies, mutter He can marry the second woman because that second woman was merely a woman he was mazana with, but she never became answer to him. And the halacha is that he could go, um, she is allowed to go back to her first husband. Why? She could go back to the first husband. Because the first, uh, she could go back to the husband, because the husband was never married to her sister. There was no, it was purely an act of znas. Okay, we'll pick it up in the rest of the Mishnah. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.